I'm coming to your cities. I recently did an event in New York. It was awesome. I loved bringing real couples up on stage. We had no idea what was going to happen. The crowd loved it. I was sharing real numbers. It was a blast. And I want to do it again. I'm looking to coach couples on stage at my next two live events, one in Philly on June 1st, one in Boston on June 4th. If you and your partner want help connecting over money, you want to solve a big financial challenge you have, please apply at iwt.com slash live coaching. If you and your partner struggle to come up with a shared vision of your rich life, if you have different priorities about spending and saving, if you just can't get on the same page financially, I would love to coach you live on stage in your city. It is free of charge. You can apply at iwt.com slash live coaching. I'll see you in Boston and Philly. Um, What the hell is going on on this podcast that like 80% of the people who come on here go through massive screening, fill out applications. They never actually read my book. Is anyone else puzzled by this? Look, a lot of the questions that you ask me about money are answered directly in I Will Teach You To Be Rich. How do you pay off your student loans? How do you automate your finances? Where do you start investing and how do you handle big purchases? I wrote this book as a six-week program so you can follow along on your own or with a partner. If you want to improve your finances, I recommend you get the I Will Teach You To Be Rich book. It has over 18,000 reviews on Amazon. Get it at iwt.com slash book. Have you ever wondered how to plan a dream vacation? How much it costs? What type of activities you can do? What type of upgrades you get? I want to talk about it today on today's episode because so many of you have asked about travel and a lot of the couples that I speak to on this show decide that part of their rich life is spending money on traveling. So I got a bunch of questions from you on social media. Today, I'm going to cover how do I come up with the ideas for where to travel? How do I think about hotels? How many activities do I pack in? What are some of the most magical experiences that I've had? And also, yes, we will talk about money. Let's get into it. First question, when do you start planning and how do you plan for a trip? Okay, for the big ones, these would be things like a honeymoon or in our case, we do a big annual trip every year. I would plan about 12 to 15 months ahead. What does that mean? It means the time block that we want to go. I am going to make sure that we can go, that we block it off in the calendar, that any meetings are rescheduled. And it also means that I'm thinking about things like weather. I'm thinking about things like, do we need to be somewhere else at a certain point? I don't want to leave this stuff up to chance because a rich life is never an accident. It's never like you trip and fall and suddenly take a magical three-week trip. No, it takes a lot of planning. So I plan ahead. Furthermore, some of this stuff gets booked up. Some stuff already gets booked up over a year ahead. Places like certain safaris, they're already booked up. So I want to be thinking ahead. I don't always book everything 18 months out, but I'm looking, I'm planning, I'm talking to my wife. If we're getting other people involved, we're starting to say, hey, these are the dates we're thinking of. Are you able to make it, et cetera? All right, how do I pick the places to go? Well, this is one area of life that I would actually consider myself pretty intuitive. And for me, this is unusual. In most parts of life, I'm pretty linear. I like to write things down. I compare it. But for me, traveling is a lot about what do I feel like? 
Um, do I feel like a beach retreat, a busy city adventure? Do we feel like being outdoors? These are the kind of questions. It's a lot of feeling. Of course, I check with my wife or if we're traveling with friends, we might ask, but it's really about what are we feeling? Often we'll do something that's very contrasty. For example, we were in Japan, very calm, and then we went to India, the opposite of calm. And we kind of love that contradiction. Sometimes we'll do super luxurious and then we'll do very gritty. We love that combination as well. So that's how I start uh, thinking about it. And from a geographic perspective, I know nothing about geography. So I write down all these different places and then I plot it on a map and I'm like, oh, that's over there. I had no idea. So that also uh, helps narrow down where we decide to go. If you ever follow me on Instagram, sometimes you'll see me post about my behind the scenes travel experiences, coffee tours, salsa making classes in Mexico, all kinds of culinary stuff in India. And I'll get a lot of people saying, where do I find that Kyoto notepad maker that you found? And one place you can find that is Viator. In fact, my wife and I use Viator to book a Segway tour where we took a tour of a new city and we had an amazing experience, something we never would have thought of doing on our own. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. And with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everybody. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real travel reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best travel activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. I get tons of email every single day, and I want to give you a behind-the-scenes look at how I manage emails from my team, from my family, and from you. I use a piece of software called Superhuman, and this is an email software that I actually pay for out of my own pocket. It works with your existing email service like Gmail or Outlook. And let me share how it saves me over 10 hours a week. So here are a few things I love about it. First off, it splits my inbox into different streams. So my important emails come into one place. It's not cluttered with a bunch of subscriptions everywhere. Next, I use keyboard shortcuts. Unlike you barbarians who literally click and peck through every single email. U to mark it unread, S to star it, J or K to cycle through messages. I use keystrokes to schedule messages, like when I want to ask one of my coworkers a question, but I don't want to send them an email on a Saturday. Now, I can work through dozens of emails in minutes using this. And Superhuman just introduced an AI feature, which allows you to take a huge email with all these people chiming in and automatically summarize what's going on in a few bullet points. It'll even draft emails for you. So if you want to buy back your time, Superhuman is a no-brainer to me. It's something I spend my own money on and I love it. Right now, all IWT listeners will get a free month of Superhuman. You can get started at superhuman.com slash Ramit. That's superhuman.com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T. Next question, do you use a travel agent? Yes, always. I know this seems like something people used to use in the 80s. Uh, nowadays, they're called travel agents or travel advisors. And I use a travel advisor in two different ways. 
sometimes it's big blue sky. I'll call them up. I'll say, we're thinking of taking a six-week trip. This is kind of the uh, style we want to do. We want adventure. We want to end on calm, et cetera. Maybe we're bringing family of different ages. Here's some ideas I have in mind. Can you come back to us with some options? And they will help us sketch it out. This is the type of full-featured firm that we used for our honeymoon, which was in multiple different countries and continents over six weeks. That needed a lot of logistical support. On the other hand, sometimes I know exactly where we want to go. We want to go to this place on these dates, and we want to stay at this hotel. Can you arrange it for us? So we have a different travel advisor that we'll use in a much more surgical fashion. Why do I use a travel advisor? First, they handle a lot of the logistics, like booking hotels, things like that. Second, you get perks. So they'll upgrade you. Your room will automatically get upgraded. On a recent vacation I took, uh, our travel advisor managed to get us triple upgraded, which was amazing. The room would have been way more expensive if we had paid for it out of pocket. We only paid for the base rate. You'll also get things like uh, free breakfast, which is handy when you're traveling, sometimes free airport transfer, etc. So yeah, we use a travel advisor and I'm a big fan of them. How do you ball out on a budget? Um, well, I don't know about the budget part. For that, I would recommend checking out my friend Chris Hutchins' podcast, All the Hacks. He does an awesome job talking about traveling, miles, etc. Chris is awesome. He knows all about that. But I will tell you, how to spend a lot of money to create a dream trip. And I've done this in a few different ways. Some of it was, you know, our honeymoon. Some of it was recently I had my 40th birthday and my dream was to bring a bunch of friends and family to a resort. I planned everything. I said, all you have to do is just show up and everything was taken care of. I covered it all. That was my dream to bring my loved ones together and spend a bunch of time just hanging out, doing a cooking class, etc. I got a question from somebody in our money coaching group. If you're interested in that, you can join at iwt.com slash money coaching. And they said, I want to spend a little bit more. I want to take this dream trip. What should I do? And I think the extent to which they had thought about it was something like, I want to upgrade our flights. Okay, that's great. You can arrive there being refreshed, et cetera. But it felt like they were thinking a bit small. So I wanted to encourage them. And I said, can I tell you what I would do if I had your amount to spend? They were like, yeah. So I said, okay, this is what I would do. These are trips that I've taken before. I would arrange to have a car waiting at the airport. No looking for a taxi. Somebody's there with a sign. They take our bags. We're in air condition. They've got little hand towels. You're just comfortable. You're going, wow, this is totally different than how I normally get to the hotel. Of course, the hotel would be an amazing hotel depending on what you like. And, you know, maybe you upgraded it, used a travel advisor, et cetera. When we arrive at the hotel, uh, I would know, let's say we're traveling with family, I would know that one of my family members really loves massages. And I would already arrange for a massage to be waiting for them. So as soon as they got there, I would say mom or dad or whoever it may be, I would say, you know what? They're going to take your bags. Why don't you go to the room, get cleaned up? We've got a masseuse waiting whenever you're ready. They'll be waiting for you at the door and they'll take you there. That's how you start to spend money to create amazing meaning. Okay, a few more things that I would do on a trip like this with loved ones, etc. I would schedule a food tour for the next day. So we're in this beautiful resort. Cool, that's great. We can eat there too. But I want to get out in the city. I want to see the local places. So we would have scheduled a food tour 
They'll take us to the market. We'll find all this stuff we normally would never eat ourselves. Oh, it would be amazing. What else? Um, the next day, we would do a cooking class at the hotel. The chef would come out. They teach us a few things, but mostly they do the work for you. So it's pretty easy. And then you get to enjoy the food and some drinks. Awesome. Uh, I would plan one day of doing nothing at all. Absolutely nothing. If people want to go out into the city or they want to go out on a boat, they can do it, but it would just be downtime. Being able to engineer leisure time is one of the best luxuries you can possibly do, especially when it is with your loved ones. One other thing I would do, I would arrange a special dinner one night. It would be outside, beautifully lit, candles and everything. And uh, I would let people know ahead of time, we're going to go around the table and we're going to say one thing that we uh, have really appreciated about this trip. Okay, that's it. And with the chefs or the culinary team, I would coordinate with them and I would say, hey, you know, my mom grew up in this area. Can we cook a special dish uh, from that area? Uh, my dad loves this. Can we make sure that we have this type of dessert? A lot of these places love those type of requests. They want to make something special. So you're there, you've got the candles, you've got the beach, everyone's going around saying something they appreciate, people are crying, and then the dishes come out and you say, you know, mom, I wanted to say, um, we love you so much and we appreciate you, we know you grew up here, and this dish is really uh, a reminder of where you came from, which made all of us possible, okay? That is how I would create an amazing experience. And if you think about it, all the purposes of accumulating money and saving it and investing it, to me, this is one of the highest and best uses of your money in living a rich life. I have a friend of mine who's always cold. She told me she and her partner have totally different temperatures when they sleep. She goes to bed in a flannel pajama. She's got extra blankets. Her partner's running hot. So now she recently started testing the pod cover from 8sleep, one of our sponsors. Before she goes to sleep, she gets on the app, cranks up the heat, and when she gets into bed at night, it's already warm and waiting for her. The pod cover by 8sleep fits on your bed like a fitted sheet, and it collects information. It has sensors. The pod then uses that information to understand what you need to get better sleep. You can set it to heat up or cool down before you get into bed. It also adjusts while you sleep, and you can set it to change temperatures to gently wake you up in the morning. Best part, there are two zones. So if you run hot and your partner runs cold, you can each set your side of the bed to exactly how you want it. Improve the way you sleep by using my link at 8sleep.com slash Ramit for $200 off plus free shipping on their high-tech pod three cover. That's 8sleep.com slash Ramit, E-I-G-H-T sleep.com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T for a better, smarter sleep. A few years ago, I was at a tea tasting in New York with one of my buddies. I thought it was going to be a normal tea tasting. Suddenly, six people from Japan come in. They pour basically three thimblefuls of tea and we taste it. I've never tasted anything like that. And they tell us if we were to buy that, just the three thimblefuls, it would be $75. Now, drop for drop, that's the most expensive thing I've ever had to drink. Not all of us have the time or the money to buy that specific tea from that specific mountainside in Japan. But what if you could capture that feeling of the care and the love, even the way that they served it to us? What if you could bring that to your home every morning? Well, I want to introduce you to one of our newest sponsors, Peak Tea. What makes Peak Tea special 
is that the tea is cold extracted using only wild harvested leaves from 250-year-old tea leaves. That makes the tea rich in minerals and other beneficial compounds. Now, the greatest part is that peak tea is zero prep. There's no tea bag that you have to steep for the perfect amount of time. Peak dissolves in cold or hot water in seconds. It's already pre-measured, it's perfectly brewed, and it's perfect to take if you travel. My team's been trying peak tea, and they especially love the Pu'er green teas. For a limited time, get up to 15% off and a free quiver with 12 tea samples with my link, peaklife.com slash Ramit. That's P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E dot com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T. How do you discover off-the-beaten-path experiences? Okay, so first of all, let me just say there's nothing wrong with on-the-beaten-path experiences. I think a lot of us have this idea that I want to live like the locals. And then I'm just like, uh, in your own hometown, how often do you sit and just converse with tourists? Not that often. I'm in New York. I live in LA. It's not like a, a bunch of tourists just come up to us whenever we're out and just start talking and we spend four hours with them. So. There's nothing wrong with on the beaten path experiences. A lot of times they're actually pretty cool. But with that said, I will tell you how I do some of the unusual experiences that, uh, you know, we do when we travel. One is I just keep a bookmark per country. So anything that looks interesting in Italy, for example, I have it bookmarked under Italy. So next time we go to Italy, I have, um, let's see, a special stationery maker. I have a behind the scenes tour of a shoemaker. I have all these things that I want to do in Italy, and they're all in different parts of Italy. All right, so that's number one. I just start keeping a list. Number two, I read the travel sites and the magazines. So everything from travel and leisure to Rob Report to Flyer Talk, all of them. And I'm just constantly, you know, it's, for me, it's fun, and I'm reading it, and then I'm bookmarking anything that looks interesting. Third, if I know people from those countries, I will ask them, what is an unforgettable experience that we should make sure that we do? And a lot of times if I have friends who have traveled and have similar travel styles, I'll ask them and, and they'll share a lot of stuff too. Finally, this is where I, I want to encourage you to get really creative. Airbnb experiences actually has amazing places you can check out in different countries. But like I'll post something about how we went to, a, in Kyoto, we went to a stationary maker who's been doing it for generations. And I got like a million people, where did you find this? And I'm like, Part of the fun is actually getting creative and it's really thinking, if I could see anything, what would it be? And then figuring out how to do it. It makes travel so much less passive and so much more interesting. So if you love fashion, could you do a behind the scenes fashion tour uh, in Milan? Or might you hire a student at one of their fashion schools to take you shopping? That'll be cool. Again, whatever it is for you, I like the idea of getting creative and making it personal for what you want to experience. What is your philosophy on hotels? People in our family say, let's get a cheap one since we're only sleeping there. Well, I love hotels. They're, for me, they're a part of my rich life. I will say that my philosophy is we typically save a little bit of money on city hotels, but we splurge on beach resorts. You know, city, you typically are a little out a little bit more and they're usually not as good as beach resorts. But I personally love hotels for reasons that I wasn't aware of when I was younger. 
for me, I love hospitality. I love customer service. Hotels are the Olympics of customer service and hospitality. The design has to be instantly welcoming. The staff is highly trained. The services they offer are always thinking ahead of what you need. In fact, even some of the stuff in the room can be quite detailed. And I just love the idea of being taken care of. So for me, that's those are some of the reasons I love beautiful, nice hotels. And when I look back, I think that they really inspire me. So when I come back, I go, wow, that was beautiful. The customer service was amazing. It inspires me in a personal level and certainly for my business as well. How do you balance making dinner reservations and setting plans versus open times or playing it by ear? When we first started traveling, we planned things like way, way, way too much. And we had a little bit of a disagreement. And finally, we were like, okay, we got to not pack it in as much. Our purpose here is not to pack in as much as possible. It is to have an amazing, unforgettable experience. And this kind of really takes some thinking because the way we were raised when I was a kid, if we went to Disneyland, we got there when it opened and we stayed until the very end because we were going to pack it all in. We're going to scrape all the meat off the bone. And I remember a friend of mine told me this thing. He said, if you ever go to a museum, you spend a 90 minutes max and the first 30 minutes are in the cafe. And I was like, what are you talking about? When I was a kid, we never went to a museum. And when we did, we'd be there all day. By the end, we were all crying. We wanted to get out. And he said, no, that's not the point. You can always come back. That was so life-changing for me. It taught me about the abundance of knowing I don't have to see everything, just what feels good right now. And I can always come back. So our new rule, we, we, my wife and I then adapted it from packing up the schedule to saying we want to do one big activity per day. Now we do one big planned activity every two days. That's what we do. And beyond that, we have a list of things. They're all bookmarked in Google Maps. Most of the time we're out, we're doing stuff because we're feeling good. But sometimes we're like, you know what? We don't feel it. Let's just hang out. Let's go back to that place we went to yesterday. We loved it so much. Or let's just hang by the pool. On a two-week trip in terms of dinner, we might do one upscale dinner reservation, probably do two other, I would say mid-level, and then we play it by ear. We like eating, but we don't necessarily love super fancy food, but that took us trying all these different places for us to realize that. It's about a cadence in, uh, in terms of planning, but I would also say even having this conversation by yourself or with a partner lets you hone in on what is important to you. I'm not a huge fan of taking a trip, going to a country, and when you land, trying to figure it all out. I know that some people love that. It's super spontaneous. I think there are some things lost with my approach. But if I'm going there, I want to have a magical experience. And I don't get a magical experience by just randomly wandering around with nothing planned I do want to have some stuff in a map. So if I'm wandering by it, I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I got to check this out. I wrote about, I read about this. And there's room for wandering, but I don't want to do that for my entire trip. If you are a business owner, listen up. As your business starts to grow, you and I both know what happens. Those things that you used to do manually start to break. They start to take up all your time. And you decide, I'm going to look for some automation. The things you used to do take a week but how do you automate these things? Well, if this is you and you are in charge of your business, there are three numbers you should know. 36,000, 25, 
and one. 36,000, that's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. It streamlines accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. You can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. It's everything you need all in one place. And as you know, I like to see all my numbers in one place. That's exactly what NetSuite can help you do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at iwt.com slash NetSuite. That's iwt.com slash NetSuite N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E to get your own KPI checklist. IWT.com slash NetSuite. One of my money dials is generosity. For example, I love tipping big. I love buying gifts and experiences for my family. And recently, I bought my parents a subscription to Delete Me, this episode's sponsor. Delete Me is a subscription service that will remove your personal information that's being sold online. If you've ever Googled your name, you'll notice tons of search results with your personal information being shared online. That's not okay. It's not okay for you. It's definitely not okay for your family, including your parents. Now, Delete Me will remove it all. Your name, address, phone number, all of it. It automatically works in the background to scan and delete your personal information from over 30 data brokers but they'll do custom requests on over 580 data brokers total. The thing is, identity theft is a real issue. An estimated 15 million Americans had their identity stolen in 2021. We've had a number of people on this very show who were victims of identity theft, and often it put them into tens of thousands of dollars of credit card debt, and it ruined their credit. That's why I find Delete Me so valuable. It's a service that I personally use, and I love it. They reviewed over 4,600 listings for me and removed dozens of pieces of personal information. I knew it would be important to protect my parents too, but I also knew that they probably wouldn't sign up themselves, so I just got it for them. So if generosity is one of your money dials, great. If you care about your parents at all, if you have ever given them a hug, just sign them up. You know they aren't going to do it for themselves, but you also know that they probably need it. So if you want to get your personal information and the personal information of your loved ones removed from search results on the web, go to joindeleteme.com slash Ramit for 20% off a plan for you or your entire family. That's joindeleteme.com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T for 20% off. How much money should you put away for vacation? Well, this falls under guilt-free spending. So you tell me, if 20 to 35% of your take-home pay is for guilt-free spending, and if traveling is really important to you, maybe you're spending, I don't know, 15% of take-home on travel, that's a lot. And if it's one trip, that's a huge trip. If it's two trips or four trips, you know, you start, you can do the math. In our CSP, travel is wildly overrepresented, wildly. But that's because we also don't have a car payment. 
And we don't have an expensive 1% AUM financial advisor that we're paying or some really expensive mortgage with all these phantom costs. So we take some of the money that we would ordinarily be putting towards those things or credit card debt, and we put it towards what's important to us, which is travel. What's been your favorite stay so far? Well, I've had a lot of magical trips. One of the most memorable was definitely our honeymoon. Uh, My wife and I were inspired by some older couples who basically told us they had taken these really long honeymoons. And we were like, who the hell takes a honeymoon that long? And then we were like, wait, what if we do that? And so we uh, created a six-week honeymoon. We started in Italy. We went then to Kenya on safari, then India, and we finished in Thailand. And it took a lot of planning. So we used a full-featured travel advisory firm. We also invited our parents to Italy because we wanted to bring them with us. And we love them. They're mobile. They're healthy. They, they like each other. Italy's also kind of a nice, safe entryway for everybody. So we brought them with us. And that was magical, you know, to be able to take my mother-in-law to the Vatican and to be able to do a food tour with a chef in the farmer's market and then make all this food. It was awesome. After we had our time with our parents, they left. We continued on in Italy. We saw some amazing things. We saw some fashion stuff, design stuff. We went on safari, and that was also amazing. We went to three different camps, and we just experienced so much. We saw, Of course, we saw amazing animals. We started waking up really early. We stayed at a very warm, family-oriented place. We stayed at an ultra-luxury place. We did all kinds of stuff. Then in India, I've never really traveled like that. I have family in India, so when I go there, I stay with them. But this time, we didn't tell anybody we were coming. Because I knew if we told them we were going to go get wrapped up in seeing all of our family. I said, this is our honeymoon. This is the one time we're not telling anybody. And instead, we stayed at the most amazing hotels in the world. In fact, my favorite hotel, Uday Vilas, is in Udaipur. It's incredible. We saw Taj Mahal. And I saw it in a different way than I had ever seen it before. Incredible seeing it with my family. Incredible seeing it with my wife for the first time seeing Golden Temple, going behind the scenes, doing tours that I'd never done in India, and finishing off in a beautiful uh, resort in Thailand. So that was a beautiful trip. And I think one of my favorite memories, gosh, I have two favorite memories of that trip, both of them from Thailand. One of them was, I was just incredibly happy and I was doing some journaling and, and I realized, yes, I'm on my honeymoon. Of course, that's why I'm incredibly happy. Yes, we're eating the best food and we're with each other. But I was also happy because I had set a vision many, many years ago in my 20s. Before I even met my wife, I knew that one day I wanted to go on an incredibly amazing honeymoon without regard to cost. I did not want cost to be the first or second or even third thing that I had to consider. So I started saving and investing money way back then. And to be able to be in these places without worrying about how much it costs to order a drink, to me, it felt like an incredible accomplishment. And I was really proud of the work that I had done, that my team has done to help so many people with their money, which in turn has helped my team and has helped me and helped me create this experience for my wife and me. So that was amazing. And then my second and even more favorite memory was just a day later, my wife and I were reflecting on the trip 
you know, what did we love? What would we change? And she said something I'll never forget. She said, at the end of a trip like this, normally I would be sad, but I know that we can come back whenever we want. Think about the abundance of that answer. It's amazing to have a partner that thinks in the same level of abundance as you do. To be aligned is incredible. And guess what? Almost every single year after that, we did take a huge, amazing trip. The only thing that derailed us was COVID, but we didn't mind. So we stuck with it. We love travel. It's become part of our rich life. And it feels incredible to be aligned with my wife, Cass. What if I have debt? How do I balance debt payoff with savings for enjoying a vacation? Now, this is a good question. All right, first off, I don't believe that you should wait to live a rich life until some distant day in the future. I believe you should live a rich life today and a richer life tomorrow. At the same time, you can't be doing whatever you want and then just rationalizing it by saying, this is my rich life. No, there are some tough decisions to be made, particularly if you have high interest debt, like a credit card debt. Now, I'm going to actually be talking more about money and travel because I've noticed some peculiar things that people do when it comes to planning for their vacations. I'm going to talk about it this Saturday on the podcast newsletter. It only comes out once. So if you are not signed up right now, you will never see this piece again. Make sure you are signed up at iwt.com slash podcast newsletter. Sign up right now and I will send you that article that I wrote on Saturday. Thanks for listening. Send me a little note. Tell me what you think about this episode and send me any other questions you've got about travel, money, vacations, and the rich life. I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to I Will Teach You To Be Rich. I'm Ramit Sethi. Please follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't read I Will Teach You To Be Rich, my book, pick up a copy. You can get it at any bookstore or any library, and it will show you the specific tactics for how to build the I Will Teach You To Be Rich system into your personal finances.